Hello, and in tonight's episode, I discuss the mass hysteria about the coronavirus. Today's date is the 5th of March 2020. The coronavirus has spread much like this, going from country to country, starting in China, but now is present in... And you might be asking, why am I joking about such a controversial topic? Well, I'm joking because there's too much confusion and misunderstanding. Like the title suggests, there's mass hysteria about the coronavirus. Yes, it's spread worldwide, and it's in more cases than ever before, but that's like any disease. And I I refer to mass hysteria, and some of those who are listening might not know what it means. It basically means exaggerated panic or unnecessary fear. And I mention that because, and this is just in England, and this is quite startling to, to me as well. But between 2017 and 2018, with the common cold, so the, the, the sniffles or the flu or the or whatever you might call it, the correct term being influenza, but most of us just call it the flu, I've got the winter flu or the flu, 26,408 people died. That's a lot of people in the in just England, not including Ireland, Northern Ireland, Scotland and Wales. So if 26,000 people can die from a common cold, and currently, as of this recording, only one person has yet died in the United Kingdom, even though he had prior health conditions which didn't really benefit that he contracted coronavirus, or better known as COVID-19, coronavirus being the the, the generalised term. Most, most people even get that wrong. Oh, you've got the coronavirus. Well... No, mate, you've got COVID-19. Coronavirus is just a bloody type of virus. It's like, you've got a phone? No, you've got an iPhone. It's more specific. It's the correct term. It, people wearing masks on subways and uh, the subways or undergrounds, TfL, Transport for London, or anywhere, really, or even in public, it's absolutely ridiculous. And I, I, I kid you not, this is what I did the other day. This might be evil and, and somewhat cynical, but I don't really care. I just wanted to prove a point. I was walking out of a Tesco car park and I saw a woman stockpiling in tissues with tissues in her car. I walked past her and I saw that she had a mask. And as she went to return her trolley, she was behind me. And I started coughing loudly and loudly, like aggravatedly. Of course, I didn't need to cough, but I wanted to induce fear in her. Why, though? That's because I wanted to highlight the point that your mask won't stop me from coughing. If I've got COVID-19, which I'll refer to commonly as coronavirus, if I've got the coronavirus, then you wearing a mask won't stop it going all over your body and your clothes. And inevitably, you are going to take off your clothes or your, your face mask and then touch your face. Those who should be wearing a face masks mask are those who are actually infected people don't really understand how how to actually solve diseases that are not airborne but transferable by contact if 
you don't get it. If I'm if I've got the uh, flu even and I've got a mask, then I can prevent the germs from spreading by spitting and and, and it's not airborne. That's what people don't understand, and that's why people are really worried. And especially our country is okay. When I say our country, I mean the UK is okay as they've got a clear action plan to what to do with COVID nineteen. We were rated the second best country to deal with such a pandemic. And yes, it's referred to as a pandemic now, with the four steps released by Boris Johnson the other day, which are contain the virus, delay the virus, research about it and mitigate it. Mitigate meaning get rid of it. So as they've failed to contain the virus today, they chose to go on to the next step, delay, and then they'll they'll also be researching and attempting to mitigate it alongside. But they only want to delay it because it's harder to have a common cold or the sniffles or the flu when you're in summer, when the NHS has a less strain on it. Because although you might think only one person has died, and now I'm not trying to implement fear into you, but that's one person we know who had coronavirus. How many of those people who we thought had influenza but had coronavirus, as they share 99% of the same symptoms, they're practically identical until you realise that it's not the coronavirus, is quite difficult to deduce. That's why their action plan induces delaying it. But you also have to now recognise the fact that people are going to be scared and panic buying isn't necessary. You're not you're not going to run out of toilet paper anytime soon. Saying this now might seem a bit naive and, and, and I might be wrong, and if I am, I'll admit it and address it in the later podcast. But currently, just panic buying and being ridiculous about how you travel on public transport, if you're really that worried, then stop putting a plastic Tesco's bag over your head and stop going outside. Start self-isolating and then put a fucking tinfoil hat over your head while you're at it. Well, you don't do that, do you? Because... You're just normal, so act normal. Go about your daily lives until the government says, all right, there's something that's happening and we've got to change it. The problem with this is, and I just did the maths now, um, the, the actual rate of death for coronavirus is 0.03%. So just to sum that, summarise that with the UK population, you that you'd have to be in touch with over three, oh no, what's that? You'd have to be in touch with over 1,300,000 people. Just how many times do you meet that many people anyway? You don't, do you? So, yeah, that, it's crazy why people still think that they're going to be able, and they're going to die. And then, those who died of influenza, a, well, commonly compared disease, I guess, or flu, to that, is most likely 65 and older. Out of those 26,000 who died from influenza in 2017 and 18, 22,000 of those were over 65. And only 1,000, I saying only is terrible because there's still 1,462 people who died who were under the age of 64. So, yeah, we have an ageing population, which isn't great, but when you consider that only, and yeah, it's bad saying only, I know, 
that only 1,462 people under the age of 64 died, mate, you're going to survive. In fact, you might as well recover. There have been more cases of recovery than death. Nearly, it's about half the number of total cases have actually recovered. And what it means by recovered is you don't have a chance of death. There's no actual cure for the coronavirus yet. But the recovered is 54,181 cases. And the total number of cases as of right now, according to the World Health Organization, is 98,088. So, what's to take from this? Yeah, there's just stupidity going around media outlets. And if you believe them, I don't blame you because I did too at first. But then I realized I did the maths. I mean, they published the data. You could do the maths. Or if you want reliable information, tune into the World Health Organization. Or maybe even the BBC, even though they may be partial and that's a different debate. The BBC is non-profit. They don't make money out of you listening, to be honest. Sky News, LBC, ITV, International News, Al Jazeera, you name it. Fox News, CNN, they all make money out of advertisements. And you get advertisements by scaring people when they click on your news site. So, what's to take from this? Don't panic, there's no need. There have been more deaths than America than all of Europe combined, but um, apart from Italy. But um, yeah, just don't panic. There's no need for that. Um, the Olympics are still going on, even though uh, Japan has a total of, uh, what is this? Total deaths is 219 deaths, and the Olympics are going on. So yeah. Go for numbers, don't believe the headlines that are, what, clickbait or whatever it is nowadays, but yeah, it's pointless. Stop stop falling in the trap of fake news, it's, it's I think it's one of the most damaging things to society. But um, anyways, that's the end of that podcast, thank you so much for listening and see you guys tomorrow, goodbye.